Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 591. And today we're going to start looking into the city of Jinky 27, which is selflessness. And this is the evolution of selfishness, the shadow of Jinky 27, through the path of altruism, the gift of Jinky 27, and all the way to the divine gift, the city of Jinky 27, which is selflessness. So we have that arc. And this, uh, in order to understand this, we need, we, we must, in order to understand every city, we need to understand the nature. And it's not that we need to understand, we need, we need to contemplate it, because understanding is, is a whole other level of reality. It is becoming the city, but we can um, input that data into the brain and, and contemplate the concept of divine dichotomy. When we are ruled by the personality, we're in the shadows. We live in the shadows. And this whole civilization lives, lives in the shadows with a good amount of gift, because that's what we have available here. We can transcend that shadow state by opening the heart, by allowing the love of God to flow into this world, and by receiving that love through our heart, our open heart, by becoming a conduit for the light of creation. And that is basically what happens every time that you uh, that you start expressing the love, start experiencing and expressing the love, the love of God, the love of creation. To, to truly experience life, we must experience love because life is love. Without love, we wouldn't have life. Because at the very subatomic structure, we have uh, uh, subatomic particles that connect in order to create atoms, atoms that connect with other atoms in order to create elements, elements that connect with other elements in order to create compounds and molecules, and, and so and so and so and so forth, right? What is that makes things connect at the subatomic level structure? It's love. You want to call it a scientific uh, term? There are, you know, many different definitions, but it is love. Because it is life. And so when we have, we don't have the understanding of the divine dichotomy, we are lost in the, in the personality. We're lost in the, in the genetic programming that is very important because it's the catalyst that enables us to um, protect ourselves and, and create our own, our own identity. It's very important to create that identity in order to dissolve it. So first we have to land here. And the one who has dominion over this reality is the body-mind consciousness, the personality. But we are not the personality. We are the writers of these biomachines in this reality. We're riding these vehicles. And so throughout the millennium, we have been evolving to the point that we're getting ready to dissolve this personality, to, to properly uh, uh, return, return ourselves to the uh, writer position instead of being ridden by the personality. <clears throat> this personality is only um, invested in, in self as a separate, in, independent organism. And that is useful for evolution, but at, we, uh, at, at the point we are in our evolution, we have reached a place where we cannot make our next step, our next evolutionary step, 
without understanding the nature of the divine dichotomy. People are right now, because evolution is evolution, it's not going to stop. And so people are right now believing that transhumanism is the future, but that is the solution based on a limited uh, perspective of reality um, that doesn't understand the divine dichotomy. And so let's define the divine dichotomy uh, um, um, in some somehow terms that we can input into the brain and so we can each contemplate. It's the nature of the one whole and the endless many simultaneously. God, what God is, is so advanced that it simultaneously is all of humanity, all of the individuals, uh, the individual human beings, and in throughout all of the races of all the beings, of all the dimensions of all the universe and the multiverse, every single God is all of life. And not just the humans, but the animals and the plants and everything. It is the subatomic structure, the quantum field that... that um, constructs and evolves and, and, and experiences all of creation. And simultaneously, it is also the individual self-expression. So to, to, to be able to um, start contemplating the nature of this city or any city, we need to understand the nature of awakening. A spiritual awakening is the realization that you and, and here, is the, here is the tricky part. In order to experience a spiritual awakening that liberates you from your ind independent little self, you have to completely become yourself. Your authentic, unique angle from which God is right, shining in this reality. So it's, it's a sort of a contradiction, you know. In order to become selfless, you have to fully become selfish. But not in the way of taking, but in the way of being. And this is the misunderstanding of this civilization. The selfishness we talked about in the shadow of this jinky, it refers to um, um, not recognizing another one as, as important as you. And to the degrees of the generation of that thought, it, it devolves into abusing and, and, and enslaving humanity and other people. That is the selfishness we're talking about in the shadow. And it all starts with not allowing yourself the love that you can give yourself because of the nature of where you put your awareness, your, your, your attention. And so that we talked about that in the re re repressive nature of um, self-denying, the repressive nature, self-sacrificing, repressive nature of the shadow of selfishness. And then we got the reactive nature of the shadow, which is self-centered. And it's like at that point, you are already aware of the pain, but now you're going to take. And it's, it's very simple, you know. When the heart is closed, there is not a connection. It's not that the connection is there, but it's just like you close a door, then, you know, uh, th there is a separation between here and there. And so when the, when the heart is closed, which is the door that connects us to life, we can't have that interaction with with any with another person and so when we open the heart we entered into the gift of altruism now we have recognized the value of another and in that point at that point we become capable of giving because number 1 we gave to ourselves 
That love needs to start with the self. That is not the selfishness of the shadow. It's the selfishness of God. Which is, this is that divine dichotomy. Is that, that recognition of the divine dichotomy. The one whole and the endless many simultaneously. You recognize that authenticity. That is very, as a definition, it is the unique angle from which the divine light of creation is shining in this reality. It's a very specific frequency tone that activates when you become authentic, when you allow your authentic self-expression, unique angle to express. And what you're doing is you are allowing God to express from a very specific angle. And God is expressing through all of humanity, through all of these angles of reality and interaction with each other. That's what creates the experience of God. God is not sitting up there judging us about how are we going to do it. God is a living God. He's experiencing life. It's all of us. And every animal and plant and planet and universes and nebulas, it's space itself. It's all of creation. And so when we're moving to the gift, we open the heart, we begin to recognize the other. Now we can create community and we can start beginning to work with the superpowers at a very low level that really come from understanding and, and living this divine dichotomy. And now as we looked into the, uh, um, the gift of altruism is recognizing that uh, essential innate a nurture protecting uh, a quality that that but it, it is love love from your for your family for your partner for your spouse for your children for your ancestors your your grandparents your grandsons and then to your community and then to the world right and how far that can go we begin to forget that we are in a spiritual journey because we are so fulfilled by giving. And at some point, and this is what the gift, the divine gift, when you no longer think about enlightenment, when your life is completely devoted to giving, when you're fulfilled in your authentic self-expression and giving that and receiving that love, your whole life has become about giving then God will show you the door and say, you're ready. You are ready to become selfless. And we're going to be talking about that city today. What is this? And this is basically, we're going to be talking about the instant healing. We're going to be talking about literally the power of Jesus. This is what Jesus uh, 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 did. He tapped into this city. Well, he tapped, once, he tapped in, once you tapped into one city, you tapped into all of them. But this is, this is what he was capable of doing because there was no one there. There was only God. And we're going to be diving into that today. But before, if, we're, if you're not familiar with what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a few links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that'll take you to episode 256 and you can start there, learn what we're doing here. We're learning how to, we're starting this magnificent and vast system of the Gene Keys to help us heal ourselves. And there's a map that we're using. It's called the Hologenetic Profile. And on that page, you will see examples of that map and a link that says click here to get your own free personalized Hologenetic Profile. That'll take you to the Gene Keys website where you can download your map for free. And this is the map we're using 
to map our misunderstandings of reality that are floating in the unconscious and we're becoming aware and conscious of them and bringing them into the heart so that we can allow the light of creation to heal us, to show us the truth, the true nature of these shadows, which in fact, they're the same energy as the gift and the city. The only difference is that from the shadow to the gift, the shadow is a closed heart, the gift is an open heart, and the city is nothing. And everything simultaneously is no longer human. The cities are not human. They're dissolving back to God. And that is our ultimate journey in this evolution. That's why we're here. But first, we have to fall in love with ourselves and with life and with everyone. And so all of that information is there. You go. You can go get your hologenetic profile. You can come back to Jorn.tv and at the very top, there's a search you can search for any word that you find on, on that map. We have over 300 episodes that talk about, explain this hologenetic profile. On that page, episode 256, we have an index of where and, and explains all of the areas of this map and where you can find them, in which episodes we talk about this. We have charts, we have links, we have a, a resources section that you can go get uh, more information about the Jinkies from the Jinkies website. We have... Uh, um, the most important thing about this system is that it doesn't have a dogma. It is not a path to enlightenment. It is a set of hints, tools, and a map that helps you have a conversation with God. Uh, we call it the art of contemplation, but it's literally prayer. And, and, and the, the, the whole point of it is that it's just like the Internet. You can't find a website unless you have the address. And if you were sort of in a certain website and, and you know, a certain kind of, um, you know, something like, you know, you're talking about train parts or airplane parts or you're looking into bags or sweaters, then that's going to lead you down that path. There's going to be links that are going to lead you to that kind of area, right? But when we're talking about talking with God, we need to be on the frequency that is going to give us the answers that we seek. We seek solutions to our lives so that we can be happy, so that we can be fulfilled, so that we can live our lives like we really want to. And we might not even know what that means, but we know that, that to a certain degree, we're not fully living our potential. And so uh, what we're doing here is just inputting high frequency data into the brain so that you can have your own conversation. You can say, God, what does this mean? What does this mean? And you overlay it on your experiences in your life. You can call forth and say, God, send me the experience so that I can actually have a visceral understanding, an electromagnetic understanding of this data. Because all we're doing here is data. I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm just studying this stuff, putting it in podcast format so that people can find about it. And then this contemplation you can, uh, once you input that data in the brain, you can have that contemplation. You have to have your own explanation, your own words, your own definition of this, what makes sense into your life. And then call forth the physical experience and God will send it to you as many times as you need. And we go over how to recognize these experiences and transform, transmute that energy so that we can uh, raise an octave from the shadow into the gift. But when we're talking about the city, we're really talking about aligning ourselves with a future timeline. When you contemplate this, you are putting your future, you're putting your, um, you're putting your, um, your attention 
into a very specific future, the future of uh, ascension and enlightenment. And you will start, you will begin to have that frequency and begin to land into your reality. You will begin to feel it because your attention is there. And whenever you least expect it, it will happen. But it's not on. It's not a job to do. It's not. There's nothing that you can do to get this. And 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 it's not something that you even want. Because it's kind of like the end of the story of 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 being a human. It's, it's, it's at this point you become a guardian of the galaxy or something like that. It's a completely different thing. But let's dive into this 27th city of selflessness. Oh, one more thing. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, go to the About tab at the bottom. And you will. You can listen to episode one that explains what's our vision. There's a uh, um, section there that explains uh, the resources section, explains what's been going on in the last three years. We're in the middle of a transition into a new consciousness. And our, the test of our civilization is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies. This is how we're going to evolve. We need to become self-responsible and capable of discerning truth. And this is our greatest test. And so there's information there that explains what's been going on and how we're moving forward. And we're doing pretty good. It's all about creating a new reality and letting the old power structure, matrix, hierarchical, uh, hydraulic despotism, Hegelian narrative, you know, collapse on itself. We're not going to fight it. We're not going to pay attention to that. We do need to know what's happening, and that is basically the, our ch- job. Just like we need to know what the sh- what our shadows is, we need to know the shadows, the lies of the world, so that we can have a reference point in order to create a future that is not that. And so all of that information is there, and also our social media links are there too. So let's dive into this 27th city of selfness, selflessness. Until humans fully understand the science of fractals, we will not really grasp the nature of the universe. Everything we look at is a hologram containing the blueprints for everything else because we're talking about the subatomic quantum world and everything is is inside of that. You're talking about DNA. The entire of the species is in your DNA. It's a matter of learning how to opening up all of the information we have access to what's called the Akashic Ocean, which is all of the data, all of the experiences, all of the information that has happened, that will happen, that has ever happened from every point of perspective, from every single entity in the entire universe, in time, past, present, and future. And we have access to that, but not until we awaken our DNA. And this is the work we're doing here, awakening our DNA So the current evolution of humanity as a whole is set to make the transition from the frequency of the 64 shadows to the 64 gifts, which is basically from fear to love. We have 64 different names for that transition. The fear, 64 fear, 64 shadows, the love, 64 gifts, 64 ways in which we can call love. And we're, we are addressing it from all of these angles, from all of these archetypes of experience. And this is making us, it's enriching our life to be able to observe reality and, and understand that the nature of suffering, your suffering and the suffering of humanity. Because when we understand that at an embodied level, electromagnetic, visceral level, not, not mental, then we can have the required compassion to understand the divine dichotomy, the nature of being both simultaneous, the individual and all of creation and all of humanity. 
at that point, the love has evolved to the point that it, it embraces. You're not seeing another person. You're seeing yourself inside of another body. And this is where we're going. So um, the highest frequency of the 64 cities does not really concern the current state, the current stage of our species and has more to do with our future as a consciousness. That's what I keep telling you. When we're focusing on the cities, what we're really doing is just aligning ourselves with the timeline of, of the future, of that future where you're putting yourself in the timeline of ascension. And since your attention is there, you're already beginning to download information from the future. This is why in certain rare human humans, acidic state will spontaneously blossom but cannot yet blossom among the totality. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about Buddha. We're talking about Apollonius of Tiana, Krishna. Talking about uh, Hermes Trismegistus and, uh, and a plethora of, of masters and avatars that have existed since the beginning of time, but when we never know about them because they just go into the woods and disappear. These people are they're not necessarily uh, um, working on, on an outside level. They are definitely making a change because they have realized this and now they are part of humanity. Humanity, God is embodied now. But uh, but it's not necessarily they're 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 part of the play they're 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 doing in order to be famous. Uh, Jesus has a very specific plan along with Buddha and, and Hermes Trismegistus, and we talked about that uh, Trinity on Jinky Twenty Two in depth, and still just you know touching the waters above. You know, it's not really going that in depth, but it gives you an opportunity to go find study Tibetan Buddhism, and they go really more in depth into that there. So um, this is why certain humans, right? And, and, but at the same time, it cannot happen on the totality of humanity. Those people in whom the city is made manifest represent a state that is not really designed for the current version of Homo sapiens. We need to evolve into the Homo sanctus. The evolution will eventually lead us to an awakening as a collective global ascension. That is the awakening into the cities. In this sense, all cities, states appear as anomalies rather than the norm. It is in its present cycle, right where we are right now, this is part of our, this part of our genome is dormant, waiting for its time. Because it's in the DNA. It is operating at a mere fraction of its full capacity. In our current cycle, it manifests within us as a kind of deep unconscious yearning for harmony. The outer symbol of this yearning is food, which is why the original Chinese name for this archetype was nourishment. The fact that our current planetary evolution is built upon one creature having to physically consume another to survive shows our deep limitation. And it's just the nature of our evolution, right? We are not a species that can survive without food, but we will in the future. The true nature of the 27th city will become fully apparent. And there are three stages of our, in our evolution where our genetics mutate and each one of these 64 cities uh, subtly, subtly shifts in its capacity. So this is what I'm talking about. At some point, the point uh, where we evolve into that consciousness eventually, and there are, uh, we hear about civilizations out there that live off prana. And, uh, and, and there are stages, you know, you stop eating less and less and less and then just vegetables and stuff like that. At some point, you're just going to be um, feeding off thought itself, of consciousness. Uh, 
of uh, um, what called uh, cosmic energy. And this is what it is. It's love. It, <laughs> it is love. You live off light and the love of God. Because there is so much um, nutrient and information. Because that's what we really want. We want information. And we have reached a place in which our body has developed and has mutated and transmutated in order to be able to just survive. And, and not only survive, but, but thrive at that level. Just now you're not uh, consuming anything else. You're directly uh, getting... Because if you look at, for example, a plant. Let's say you're vegan. What you're really eating is sun. Because that's the one thing that's coming that's not already here. Right? We have water, we have nutrients, we have soil, and we have the genetic code of the seed. But the one thing that makes all of that happen is the, is the light of the sun. So you are ingesting a little bit of, of matter that came that was from here and water, a lot of water, and then sunlight. And so that plant developed because of the sun. So if you can get to the point where you can understand what that what the energy of the sun is, which is pure energy, and it not only the 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 nutrient that that energy contains, but the information because there's codes on the energy of the sun, and that is where we're going to evolve at some point in our future. We're going to be uh, living off prana, living off consciousness, and living off light. So these are um, these are the there are three sta three stages in our evolution where our genetics mutate, and each one of the sixty four cities subtly uh, shifts its capacity. We stand at the cusp of one of the greatest of these changes. Now, we talked about that in the twenty second city, the uh, fifth initiation, uh, and so in the next few hundred years, the city of selflessness will become widespread across our planet. Eventually, this city will take hold of all life on Earth and bind it together as one creature. Although our current carbon-based life forms are not capable of sustaining such a high band frequency, these will presage the time of the ending of the consume, consuming of food and the dawn of what we now understand as immortality, the 28th city. These two jinkies go together, the jinky 27, jinky 28, and it goes from... Uh, the shadow of selfishness on the 27 and the programming partner purposeful purposelessness, right? We got selfishness leads to purposelessness leads to selfishness. We raise the frequency to the gift. We go from altruism leads to totality. And we're going to be diving on, into that into the next jinky. And totality leads to altruism. And then when the frequency reaches the city, we go from selflessness to immortality. This is the, the, the loop of these two jinkies, Right? And this is what we're talking about when we have uh, the energy stuck in the third seal of power and control and domination. There's no love there. The consciousness of the people are also evolving. We're also evolving towards immortality, but they believe that immortality is transhumanism. And that's what they're doing with these mRNA injections. They want to kill anybody that can't handle that kind of transmutation, that they're not akin to that frequency. And those who begin to transmute it, uh, they will become um, a sort of an evolved cyborg thing. But then they're stuck because we already are writing the most advanced biomachine that what they're creating are, are you know, 
are toys that are really not going anywhere. And so, but that's what happens when the heart is closed. You want to be immortal so that you can enslave everybody. Imagine that. That is the epitome of selfishness. And that is living from the shadow. But living from the shadow doesn't really go anywhere. It loops. And so we are not really going to be seeing any of that happening in this planet. That's what they want. But it's not. It's the, that was another timeline. It already happened. And, and, and we're, we're back here at the beginning. And, and, and this time we're doing it right, right? So the 28th city is the programming partner of the 27th city, right? In ancient cultures such as the aboriginals of Australia, ancient tales exist of a time when the awareness in animals and humans was indistinguishable. And we operated as a single unified field of consciousness. And you can see a little bit of that explained on this movie Avatar when they would connect with the horses, or with the flying dragons, right? They have this this kind of um, uh, appendix on their on the back of their head, where they would connect, and and that's kind of like a physical representation in 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 in, in, in fiction to explain what this is. But this is something that we have. We have now what's called the whispers, right? The horse whisper or or the animal whispers, and it's just telepathy. It's and, and we have people that have the ability to communicate telepathically with others. These are the abilities that happens when your brain starts opening. And, it, and we all have them to a lesser or higher degree is because our attention is focused on the stupidity of the box of the matrix that we are not having any of those experiences just because our attention is not there. God says, here's your free will. You can put your attention wherever you want it. And so if you if you're putting your attention on, you know, social consciousness, uh, you're not going to have any of those experiences. Plus, you need to uh, flex those muscles. You need to practice. And so uh, really start moving your attention from that into this kind of stuff. Eventually starts you start learning how to activate your glands and 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 and. Um, and activate your uh, your DNA. And this is the work we're doing here with the Jinkies, you know, reactivating all of this. But at the very core, before even having a, a big understanding and knowledge about all this stuff, at the very core is love. The more love that you can experience in your heart, the more you will be able to feel people. Not emotionally. This is not emotions. This is a state of being that begins in the fourth seal. Because emotions are at the bottom three, but we have the, the states of being and we call them feelings. You feel people and you're able to, a lot of people say, well, you can read people, right? We are using already that intuition. It's just the more that you're capable of loving yourself, obviously, you got to love yourself, be authentic, be truthful, stand in your ground and, and have your core stability. Now you can become a, 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 a conduit for love to pass through you, which is God, and for you to receive that love from others, and you become aware, and more and more aware, because you are vibrating at a higher frequency, which is love. So that is kind of like the easy path. Just love. Love big, and and learn how to open your heart. And that's why we go through all of the shadows of our genetic, hologenetic profile, and I'm really going through the 64. So that I can look at every one of these and say, okay, have I opened my heart to that one? Have I opened my heart to that one? Have I opened my heart to that one? 
And this is this is the ultimate work because the more you open your heart, the more you realize, the more you have these experiences when things trigger you and you realize, well, I haven't opened my heart to that one. And now there's work to do there. And until the point that you can have whatever happens and your heart is open and it doesn't affect you and you feel, then telepathy kicks in. Then all of this ability starts. Obviously, there are other things that you can do to help, like, you know, food and, and minerals and stuff and practices and breathing practices and stuff. But um, but the most important is love. You can do all of the meditation, the yoga and the fucking, you know, um, reading all the books and shit. And it's you're not going to go anywhere without love. If you don't have, if you don't face, if you don't have the courage to open your heart and, and speak the truth and, 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 and love and no matter how much you study, you ain't going anywhere. So love is the foundation and everything. And then from that, then we can do all of these practices and stuff. And, and the study of the jinkies, is, it's a part, it's a practice too. And then we'll be able, and a lot of people already do, because this stuff is genetic. You know, if you've already worked on this stuff in the past lives, then you come here with a lot of that already rolling. So that's why there's people that when they're, you know, from very young age, they're telepathic, they're, they can see things, they can see other realities, because they've already done a lot of work on that. So they come with that, you know, when you see a little kid, four years old, kicking, the, hitting the drum kit like he's a pro, you're like, there is reincarnation. I, excuse me, a kid doesn't hit the drum kit like that, just like that. You know, most people take 10 years to be able to separate the four limbs in order to play it properly. So um, um, so in these tales from Australia and other aboriginals, that they knew that we all operated as a single unified field of consciousness. This is the direction in which our human species is headed. At a higher level of reality, we will, in essence, become one organism. You know, the whole of humanity is, is, is not going to be humanity anymore. It's going to be something else. We will no longer experience ourselves as separate species from here to the dog, to the horse, to the rock, to we are, we're going to be, we're going to realize what is to be one whole thing. And that's what we are. That's where we come from. But, uh, but is the journey through this roller coaster uh, amusement park of reality that we have in this life that we chose to have that journey in order, because how are we going to know what we are if we haven't known what we're not? We have to have that reference point. So we will no longer experience our, ourselves as separate species, but will function more like a neurological network for the universe, for Gaia, for the Earth, and for our solar system, and for the entire galaxy, and the entire universe. That's our destiny. That's where we're going. So we're going to stop there for today. We've reached the end of the episode today. We're going to continue tomorrow with part two of this city. And we're going to dive, continue diving into um, what is to be uh, uh, um, um, the ultimate healer. Because there is no healing to be done. Is recognizing the perfection. This is what Jesus um, 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 teached. To see the perfection. Give thanks. Be grateful for it is already done. That's what amen means. It, he saw the perfection already there because he's looking into the subatomic structure. He's seeing that the quantum world, it only needs a, 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 an observation to collapse that wave into a particle. 
it has the consciousness, the awareness, the attention of the he, of the sick person is being so long on on a on a on a, uh, um, uh, a subject that it's that it's becoming has become embodied, and now it's a sickness. It's it's a, it's a denial of the love of God. When the healer, in this case, and and the electromagnetic field of the healer is just so powerful that it affects the consciousness of the person. When it goes to that to those depths. They, it's called entrainment, and so they can affect. And so, uh, you know, most of the time, if, if depending of, of the level of the electromagnetic field of the master, this thing stays, and uh, if not, the person can return to their same cycles and, and habits of thinking, of uh, focusing their attention, and then the, those diseases return. But this healing exists, and it happens everywhere. It's, it's really having that knowledge that the power of God and what I mean by knowledge is embodied, is electromagnetic, is truth. It's not philosophy. It's not thinking. It's not mental. When the healer knows, then that, that is basically you become the conduit for that love to flow. And you're, the healer is not really healing. It's just really uh, have have a really um, uh, on, on, on incontrovertible, incontrovertible article, uh, uh, incontrovertible argument that this is not verbal it's uh, it's electromagnetic and so because of entrainment now it has um somehow uh shown the healed the, the sick person that they have the ability to be healed and so it's the belief that's where it starts of the sick person in the power of uh collapsing that um that wave into a, a particle that changes everything. And and we're talking about, you know, everything is in the DNA. How a lizard grows a limb. How a butterfly goes from a caterpillar to a butterfly. All of that information is in the DNA. You can change everything. There is nothing that it's... When you look at the quantum world, uh, a subatomic particle can exist in two places at once. Two or more can exist in the same place. They're here and they're not there. They're there when you see them and when they're not, they're just a cloud. At the very core of this reality, there is nothing real. And that's what makes it become physical. So that is truly the healing. And we're going to dive into that tomorrow. But uh, we've reached the end of the episode today. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. And if you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, the, in the About tab, you will find our social media. We have a, a Telegram news channel. We have a chat room. We have a, 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 a Truth Social account. We have a, a Rumble. We have a, a Clubhouse. And at the very bottom of Jorn.tv on that same uh, nav, we have a link that says Pioneers. This is a link that will lead you to a category on our uh, website where you can see our interviews with the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are people that have realized the truth, what's going on, have awakening to a certain degree, sometimes more mental, sometimes more spiritual, sometimes more physical. But they have found something that they're bringing to the world and they're giving. And that is what it's all about. We all are learning how to give to the best of our abilities. And so we have these uh, podcast interviews. They're also on video. They're not just on audio. And you can find them on the on the Pioneers link of the um, of John.tv. Also, if you're going through your dark night of the soul, 
you don't have to be stuck in that one for the next 20 years. You can move through and particularly right now because this is the, the there is a huge world momentum to awakening right now. So you can ride that wave and, and get through your dark night of soul and awaken your true purpose and allow that love to flow from you. And we have a very specific coaching program where we help people to do precisely that. If you want to learn more about that, click on the support button at the bottom of TV and learn more about our dark, dark night of the soul coaching program. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.